Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> I just came from working just a few minutes ago. So, so uh, I told Ian after uh, being on the phone all afternoon and talking a lot, uh, I said, if I don't quite make it through, I said, just kind of come up and keep, keep it going. So <laughs> I want to welcome everyone to our service this evening, our Christmas Eve service. And uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to be here and to spend time with other believers. And it's a good to see everyone here. It's a good crowd. So thank you all for coming out this evening. Um, so let's, uh, let's open this evening uh, with a word of prayer. Our dear Lord and Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for sending your son Jesus as a little bitty baby in a manger that he would grow up and give his life for, for our sins and that we might have eternal life. And there's no other way but through Jesus. And we thank you for that, Lord, for giving your son up for us. So we thank you for this evening, and we thank you for each one that is able to be here and uh, for taking time out of their schedule. And uh, we pray that you would just watch over us this evening, that you would bless our time together in that fellowship, and that everything that we do would be honoring and glorifying to you. And we pray that you would uh, speak through Ian as he brings a, a message from your word tonight. We pray again that you would just watch over us, and as we go into uh, Christmas tomorrow, we pray that we would remember to keep you first in, in all that we do and everywhere we go. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. 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 <clears throat> Our scripture reading tonight will be found in Psalm 96, if you'd like to follow along, Psalm 96. And actually everything, uh, actually everything, thank you Ian, good job, looks good. <laughs> I, was, I was following along in this right here, but anyways, we have, uh, so if you uh, open your, your uh, bulletin here, uh, all of the songs, and everything will be in here, and uh, as well as the uh, scripture reading as well. So you can follow along in your, in your bulletin. Psalm 96. <clears throat> Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord, praise his name. Proclaim his salvation day after day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous deeds among all people. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. He is to be feared above all gods, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. Splendor and majesty are before him. Strength and glory are are in his sanctuary. 
Ascribe to the Lord, all you families of nations. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. Worship the Lord in the splendor of his holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, the Lord reigns. The world is firmly established. It cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice. Let the earth be glad. Let the sea resound and all that is in it. Let the fields be jubilant and everything in them. Let all the trees of the forest sing for joy. Let all creation rejoice before the Lord, for he comes to judge the earth. He will judge the world in righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Amen. May the Lord bless the reading of his word today. And if you turn to the next page, we will sing, O come all ye faithful, and let's stand and sing. O come all ye faithful. Scripture reading from Luke 1, Dottie. Luke 1, starting with verse 26. In the sixth month, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found great favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you will give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. 
the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. How will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I am a virgin. The angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age. And she who is said to be barren is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. servant. Amen. Now if you'd like to uh, turn to the next page, we will sing, Come Thou Long Expected Jesus. Let's stand and sing. and we'll read a portion of scripture for us. <clears throat> Reading from Luke 1, 39 to 56. In those days, Mary arose and went with haste into the hill country to a town in Judah. And she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. And when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, the baby leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit, and she exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For behold, when the sound of your greeting came to my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who believed that there would be a fulfillment of what was spoken to her from the Lord. And Mary said, My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. 
for he has looked on the humble estate of his servant. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. For he who is mighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the mighty from their thrones and exalted those of humble estate. He has filled the hungry with good things and the rich he has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his offspring forever. And Mary remained with her about three months and returned to her home. Let us stand again and sing joy to the world. The Lord has come. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. Let every Thank you. And uh, I believe Donna will be reading some scripture to us now. Luke 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn.
think. Uh, and now we'll light the Christ candle. And now we will sing number 250, O Little Town of Bethlehem. Now are we lighting our, are we lighting our candles now? Yes. Okay, all right. Then we will screw your candle in. And there you go, all right. Let's stand and sing. those two in here it says in here yeah just the those two and then what child is this and it looks like we just have two verses of that as well what child is this on the next page child is this who laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping whom angels greet with anthem sweet while shepherds watch on keeping this this is Christ the King Shepherds guard and angels sing. Haste, haste to bring him blood, the babe, the son of Mary. Oh, 
of scripture for us. Be reading from Luke 2 verses 8 through 21. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. And they were filled with great fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling cloths and lying in a manger. And suddenly there, there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into the heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem, and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby lying in the manger. And when they saw it, they made known that saying that had been told them concerning this child. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told to them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Amen. Now we'll stand and sing... Uh, angels from the realms of glory, and then we will sing, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Let's stand again. Yep, that's the one. Glory, wing your flight, oh. 
worship, worship Christ the newborn King. Shepherds in the field abiding, watching o'er your flocks by night. God with us is now residing, yonder shines the infant light. Come and worship, come and worship, worship Christ the newborn King. Though an infant, now we view him, he shall fill his father's tomb. Gather all the nations to him, every knee shall then bow down. Saying. Thank you to all those who've, who did the readings this evening. It's wonderful after having spent the last month working through those, those passages in Luke to hear them all read together. The birth account as recorded by the evangelist Luke 
gives us a deep sense both of the glory and of the humility of Christ. Both of the glory and of the humility of Christ. And both of these things are essential if we're to understand who Christ really is. To understand his glory first, that, that there in the manger is the very Son of God, God incarnate, the Messiah in the manger. But also to understand Christ's humility, that he descended and was born of a woman, laid in a manger, proclaimed to shepherds. His glory should lead us to worship at his feet. And his humility should should convince us that God's heart is for us and after us in love. Glory, humility. The glory of Christ is perhaps most apparent in the scene out in the fields by night. Out in the darkness, the shepherds were watching over their flocks. These weren't great men, mighty men. These were ordinary guys. They probably didn't even own the sheep. They were probably hired hands watching the, the sheep by night, listening for the cry of a wolf or a coyote out in the distance, keeping each other awake. And then out of the dark Judean sky, a light. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were filled with fear. You can imagine the sight, right? This angelic being appearing, the glory of the Lord shining around, and they're terrified. The King James says they're sore afraid. And the angel said to them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good news of a great joy that will be for all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. This is a royal announcement. The King is coming. And the angel was his royal herald. And then some, suddenly from behind this first angel came more angels. Suddenly, verse 13, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. Glory from the heavens. In an instant, it was like the heavens opened. The sky split and heaven came down to earth for a moment. And the glory of the Lord shone around these humble shepherds. Glory. The glory of the coming king. The glory of the coming savior. The glory of God coming into a lowly world. Glory. There's lots of cute cards with cute baby Jesuses on them. Lots of cute storybooks with cute... I was reading Nora a, a, a storybook of the, um, 
the birth story of Christ, and not only was Jesus cute, but the shepherds were also these cute little kids, and so were the wise men. And, and, and that's it's wonderful to think about, right? I mean, baby Jesus was, was cute, probably. But that's not the significance of Christ, Christmas, right? We will miss the significance of Christmas if we don't understand the glory of Christ, that there in the manger was the very Son of God, the incarnate Lord. And we will be remiss this Christmas if we don't ponder that glory and don't ourselves find ourselves in the place of the shepherd beholding the glory of the Most High God and falling on our knees. But there's not just glory here. It's also humility. This, this whole passage is, is awash with attention. The glory of heaven coming down in remarkably mundane surroundings. The glorious king announced to lowly shepherds. The glorious king laid in a manger, a feeding trough. The glorious God born to humble parents, peasants, really not of any note. And in fact, parents whose lives had just become very complicated, they walked into Bethlehem with a stigma over their heads. We're told that when they went to Bethlehem, he went with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child, which was not a situation you would want to be in. Engaged, nine months pregnant, not married. People talked. And it's to these people in this place that the Son of God was born. Glory clothed in Humility. Glory laid in an animal's feeding trough. And the humility didn't end there for Jesus. The humility of the manger is only a, a, a foretaste of the humility of the cross. Paul in Philippians 2. Though... Jesus was in the form of God. He did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the form of a servant being born in the likeness of men. God taking on human flesh. Flesh and blood. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. The humility of Christ is evident not only in that he was born in flesh and blood, but that he was killed in flesh and blood. He laid down his body on the cross and was crucified, God on the cross. And why? Why? Why this trajectory of glory to humility? Why would the Most High God take on human flesh? Why would the Most High God allow himself to be born in a manger to, 
peasants. Why would God Most High take on human form and die? Why glory to humility? And the answer, of course, is love. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever should believe in him should not perish but have eternal life. God humbled himself, Christ humbled himself to the point of death on a cross for us, for humble, broken, complicated, sinful people like you and like I, Christ died. We know the brokenness of our hearts and the brokenness of this world. We know our own sin. We know that we've sinned against God and that we desperately need His forgiveness. We need reconciliation. What we need is a Savior. What we need is peace with God. And what did the angels announce that night? I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. A Savior. Glory to God in the highest and on earth. Peace among those with whom he is pleased. Jesus came to humble humanity, announced with the heralding message, this is the one who can save. This is the one who will bring peace. And the humble birth is just a foretaste of the humble death which wins for us salvation and peace with God forever. And the story, of course, didn't end in humility for Jesus. Humility in the manger, humiliation at the cross, glory in resurrection on the third day. Jesus is not dead. He rose again from the dead. And even now, he is seated at the right hand of the Father in heaven in glory. And if we were to catch a vision of the resurrected Christ this evening, we would get on our knees like those shepherds in the fields, blown away by the glory of Christ. Who is this baby in the manger? He is Jesus, the Christ, the glorious Christ, the humble Christ. My prayer for us this Christmas is that we would, we would come to know the Christ, that we would heed the call as the shepherds did. You'll find him in the manger. Go, find Jesus. You can't say no to an army of angels. Like, okay, I guess we'll go. I love this scene, the shepherds. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went and with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in a manger. Can you imagine the scene? I mean, there's a kind of energy in the room after a baby's been born anyways. There's a, it's as close to magic as we get to witness, I think. It's a miracle. 
and to think of the shepherds tenderly knocking on the door. Mr. Mr. Joseph, Mary, so sorry to interrupt, so sorry to intrude, but, but we were sent here by angels. And they said we'd find the king here. And we're told we'd find a baby here, and the angel told us that, that this is Messiah, the Messiah the rabbis talk about, the Savior. It's been foretold, and we, we didn't want to miss a chance to see him. Maybe they, maybe they held Jesus that night. I don't know. I like to imagine the surly shepherd with a baby in his arms. His king in his arms. When they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child. You won't believe it, the angels. <laughs> never seen anything like it in my life. I'm never going to be the same. The angels and they. And all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had seen and heard as it had been told them. My prayer for us this Christmas is that we would follow the example of Mary and of the shepherds. That we would treasure all these things up in our hearts. That we would ponder the glorious and the humble Christ this Christmas. And that like the shepherds, we would Glorify and praise God for all that we have seen and heard. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you for Christmas. We thank you for this yearly reminder of, of your glory, Jesus, and of your humility. You took on flesh and humbled yourself in love for our sake. We pray that you would impress upon our hearts this Christmas both the humility and the glory of Jesus, that we would know you, Jesus, and that we would worship you for who you are, our humble King, and we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let this time work. We're going to sing a few more carols, and what I'd like, you to ask, like to ask you to do is actually to stand up and to gather together in a circle around the sanctuary, so up and down the aisles and around the back, and we're going to sing the last few carols a cappella. <laughs>